Uh, all right, Dr. Dot. First of all, it, I finally got you on here. I know. It takes a while. <laughs> it, it does. I mean, you live a very unconventional lifestyle. I do. It's crazy. So as a celebrity masseuse, let me ask you this. How, well, I don't have to ask you because I actually did a lot of, lot of reading about you. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you is because, well, first of all, I'm really big into health. I'm really big into chiropractic. It's, I'm not a chiropractor, obviously, but it's something that's always been an interest of mine, chiropractic, acupuncture, um, massage therapy. Uh, I mean, I, I go to a chiropractor here in New Jersey and I ask her tons of questions. So yeah, health and chiropractic and, and just over body health has always been a passion. But here's the thing. You started, I mean, basically because you love music, you loved artists, yeah. you love bands, and your first, you're going you're gonna to be impressed by this, because I did research, your, so your first client was Def Leppard. Yeah. Yeah, I, they're not exactly my favorite band, but... Um... That's when MTV kind of first came out. And so I had some girlfriends that were obsessed with Def Leppard and they quit school so they could stay home and see every damn video. I mean, every time they came on the rotation and I was like, I'm going to introduce, I'm, we're going to meet them. So you, you can just stop obsessing, you know? So we went, um, we skipped school and we went there and um, to the Hampton Coliseum because I was a Navy brat being raised up and down the East Coast even though I'm a New Englander. And um, we met Phil Collin in the parking lot and my girlfriends were like freaking out. And um, so we spent the whole day helping him buy some new clothing and all that stuff. And uh, they're still my customers today. In fact, I'm gonna do a podcast myself with Phil this month before their tour starts. So yeah, the whole idea of um, massaging rock stars started because I wanted to get into get into concerts for free and um, as a young girl 14 15 years old I couldn't afford to get into all these concerts I was a concert junkie and so um, since I had been massaging my mom growing up the whole massage and music thing came together and so I started to barter free back massages and foot massages to get in to the concerts for free so I, I bartered really from 83 to 94 without asking for any money. I didn't care about money. I just wanted to get into the show. So, so your, your healing hands has resulted into you going over 3000 shows for free. For free. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. incredible. I, I mean, listen, I, I don't think there's anyone on the planet that can say that they have attended over 3000 shows and, and using their hands. And, and honestly, and that's what I love talking to people. I really love talking to unique people that have just done extraordinary things. So now your massage therapy, do you, are you proficient at a particular technique? Um, well, I mean, I'm, I'm best known for deep tissue, but also something I started when I was like five, walking on my mom's back, but also biting my mom's back because she claimed that my hands weren't strong enough. I mean, whose hands are strong enough 
at age five. My, my son is nine right now and he couldn't possibly massage my shoulders as hard as I need him to. So he's been known to bite me a little bit too and walk on my back. So I've been known um, for biting my customers before I start with my hands. So before I put the oil on their backs, I um, tenderize their muscles with my, my, my teeth. So the, the media loves talking about it. Um, to me, it's just another method. It's like super deep tissue massage and I don't do tiny little superficial bites that would hurt or draw blood. I, I literally go in deep and grab the muscle and pull it up. It's kind of like cupping, but I was doing bite massage before I've ever heard of cupping. I mean, cupping, cupping kind of came on the scene like I guess 20 years ago, I'm not sure. Who knows, it might've been invented in China 2000 years ago, but I've been doing the bite massage longer than you've heard about Hollywood stars getting cupping, you know? Well, yeah, I've actually had cupping a couple of times, left my body filled with bruises. And yeah, I mean, right, I think deep- It looks weird, right? Yeah, 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 it looks weird. It looks like, you know, when did I do that? When did they cup? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've had injuries over the course of years and, um, but yeah, I definitely had cupping a couple of times, but nothing to me, well, right. It depends on the injury. Nothing to me beats a, a deep tissue, but, but again, sometimes if I go in with an injury, sometimes that massage therapist can inflame me more. I've walked out. Like, I don't know if this was a good idea. If they don't know what they're doing, they can hurt you even worse. You know, if, um, it's really hard to find a great massage therapist. Um, so when the celebrities, I mean, mostly rock stars, okay, let's just, I don't like to be, I mean, it, I am known in like Germany as the celebrity masseuse because I, I lived there half my life, but I'm more interested in rock stars because I like rock and roll and um, rock, funk, soul, and that, a little bit of country, but like, um, where was I going with this? Oh yeah, um, so I, I I just, I started a team of therapists under me because I can't be everywhere at the same time. I can't be in London massaging Sting and be in New York massaging Simon Cowell at the same time. So I started to hire a therapist to send out when I'm unavailable and then a chiropractor and everything. So now I have almost 900 dot bots, they're called. Um, Brian Beller, a bassist for um, the aristocrats and death clock. He's, he's a bass player. He about 15 years ago, actually, no, it's 17 years ago. He, he coined the phrase, send me a dot bot. So now my employees are called dot bots. So I have almost 900 dot bots on my website. And so like right now, simply mind, simple minds. Why do I keep calling them simply minds? They'll kill me. Simple minds is on tour right now in the UK and France and so on. And um, I'm supplying them with massages pretty much every stop of their tour. So I send out my dot bots and they're heavily vetted, heavily. Everybody has to give a demonstration massage or demonstration adjustment. I also have acupuncturists and stuff. So um, the celebrities, stars, whatever, rock stars, they, they call me, text me 24 seven. That's why it's so hard for me to get sleep and do stuff like this. Cause I'm just like, <laughs> um, they rely on me to find them the best body workers in the world. So I send someone backstage to massage Lady Gaga with my name on their t-shirt. They have to be the bomb. 
or that's embarrassing for me. So everybody's heavily vetted. They're put under a non-compete contract. They have to jump through hoops of fire to get on my website. And that's why I have almost 900 rather than 9,000 because we're like a five-star restaurant of massage rather than a McDonald's of massage, you know? Now, so, do you do the high, now, do you do the hiring? Oh yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty much like a micromanager. It's not because um, I'm a control freak. It's just that nobody does it the way I do, you know? Like when Steve Vai, the guitar player, wants a massage, I know exactly what kind of person to send to him or the singer of Judas Priest, Rob Halford. I know what he likes. I have a list of soap notes, of medical notes on every single customer, every single customer. So um, I can't just let someone else do it. I've hired, I do have someone answering my phone when I sleep and I've had people helping with the hiring process, but that kind of stuff can go horribly wrong. I had my uncle at one point screening um, dot bots. And he um, overlooked the fact that this one girl in uh, Missouri, Kansas City, Missouri, she apparently um, had a lot of tattoos, but that wasn't showing when she sent it. I don't know how it happened, but she ended up massaging Donald Fagan <laughs> of Steely Dan. <laughs> Um, and he stopped the massage, right? Like right when she started, cause she had like Satan tattooed on her neck. Ooh. I'm like, how the fuck did that even happen? Like, like, okay, yes, she gives a great massage and she has a massage license and she's, but you know, she was wearing like, um, an Axl Rose scarf on her head and fucking voodoo earrings and Satan on her neck and, and spider webs all over the, I'm like, okay, look, you can have blue hair, maybe a piercing maybe a tattoo, but not all at once. You know what I mean? We're not like fucking uh, freak show of massage. You know, you so what you're it. saying is it was a little too dark. It was crazy. He was scared. He's like, um, yeah. So I had to go back and find out how that happened. And it's because I hired someone else to do the screening. So now I do all the screening. It's exhausting, but I can't, I can't put that in anyone else's hands. I really can't, you know, I have to be the one. You know, but I imagine it's a bit difficult because although you'll do the screening, it's still tough to gauge when you're not in the room and when they're one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. I, I do have like, when, when someone does make it onto the website, and believe me, there's somebody every other day, someone new. But on the other hand, there's also someone exiting every other day, not because I'm firing them, although I do fire people sometimes. Um, somebody gets pregnant somebody wants to be a real estate agent, somebody's gotten too old or whatever. So it's like a constant revolving door. I mean, although I've had dot bots that have been on my website since 2000. So, you know, it's great working for me because you make your own hours. Um, you know, you don't have to go massage. And um, I only take 20%. I'm not like uh, greedy. I've never hired my percentage. They get to keep 80% plus all tips and they get to massage a rock star and they usually end up getting to see the concert for free, eating in the catering for free. It's, it's, it's styling. It's really awesome. But we do, and it happens so seldom, but we do have fuck ups and I can remember them all in my head. Like I can bring them up. Um, we had a dot bot in Minnesota. I sent her backstage to Melissa Etheridge, who I personally went to years ago, went backstage, massaged them all for free to win her over because love her. And um, I found out that this dot bot saw her walking down the VIP hallway backstage and just hugged her so tight and wouldn't let her go. 
Um, and then once she finally did break free from this hug, she handed her a CD and said, I'm a singer too. You can, um, okay. So I'm like, why the fuck do you think it's okay to stop Melissa Etheridge in her tracks and give her a bear hug? Well, she looked really upset and angry. I go, that's her thing. She's an angry lesbian. She's supposed to be angry before the show and you fucked it up. So, I mean, like I had to fire her, you know, I mean, I don't, it's like, or if someone's an hour late to massage Lady Gaga, you're, you're gone, you know? Well, I, I think what you're doing is you're doing an amazing service because you're taking literally massage therapists, which, you know, they constantly have to get more clients and you're giving them free, your free network that you build up and your reputation, you're taking 20%, but not, so not only you're giving them a client, they're keeping the money in the tips, but in return, they're getting bragging rights by saying, I worked on this celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, keep in mind, I don't give them the client. They get to temporarily massage them and have the bragging rights. You know, once in a blue moon, if I know the client well, like George Clinton, for example, P-Funk, George Clinton, I know them like that. Me and George and his wife, Carlin, are and his sister, we are together, okay? And I've known him forever. So I'll say, you can have permission to, to ask for a photograph with George Clinton, because he doesn't care at this point. He's like, I don't care, just come on. If he likes the massage, he'll pose with you. But my number, one of my important rules is do not ask for autographs, do not ask for pictures and so on. So like they have to follow all these rules and they are only human beings. And massage therapists are a little bit like artists. They're kind of like, Kumbaya, you're the kind of, you know, it's, it's so hard to find a focused um, massage therapist who's amazing at their craft, who's also articulate, punctual, business-minded, because massage therapists are usually not business-minded, you know, so it's, it's like, I am very rock and roll, but I run the team very military, like, you have to be 15 minutes early, if you're late, you're, you're gone. It's, 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 you know, Dr. Dot, I agree. I'll find a massage therapist who I really like, you know, and, and it's tough to find one. And then before you know it, they're working on with you for maybe like a year, maybe two years, texting them. Yep. Let's make an appointment. And then all of a sudden one day I text, I don't hear anything back. Yeah. I text again and I'm completely ghosted yeah. and there's no rhyme or reason. Right. I just always feel, and even the chiropractor who I know very well, she's always looking for a massage therapist in her office, but she can't keep them. It's, it's a shit show. It is, it's so, that's the thing. Massage is the most relaxing thing in the world, but behind the scenes of the massage business is the most stressful. People think it might be stressful running a restaurant. <laughs> no. no, try controlling human beings. I mean, it is, it's impossible because they all have, I, my car broke down. I got a flat tire. I got COVID. I have diarrhea. I can't find a babysitter. It's fucking, the fact that I pull it off. I mean, Godsmack called the other day and the singer needed a massage within like two hours. I made it happen. Not me. I sent Pam, that bot Pam who's been on the team since 2002, at least like I make it happen. I will make it happen. And they know that the rock stars know that. You know, we got Blink-182 in the mix. We got um, Def Leppard getting ready to tour. Um, an artist named Lauv, L-A-U-V. 
I think it's pronounced love, L-A-U-V. They're using my company right now. Like lots of people, they just, they know, call Dot, she'll fucking get it done. People from Luxembourg, people from Scotland, um, Belgium, France, England, Germany. I mean, we get calls 20, Australia, you know, like I'll get called. So let me ask you this, Dr. Dot. I love the name, by the way, Dr. Dot. Mm -hmm. I, it's it's great, and I love dot bots. And and you and, and and you had the dot bots before social media has yeah fluctuated the bots because honestly, I think you know everything's a bot in life. I, I okay. actually it was like one morning I'm like debating on a social media thread, and I realized that I'm debating with a bot. It's not even real. I didn't even know what that was, and um, I mean I didn't realize. I thought bot just meant robot, but yeah, sometimes I'll be in like certain on Twitter or something and people are like, oh, that's just a bot. And I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? But yeah, Brian Beller came up with that nickname. And now we actually have t-shirts that say official dot bot. And, you know. What is it, Dr. Dot, that solidified you? Like, I mean, is it is it just your like technique? Is it the fact that, you know, you have these healing hands or is there something else that you're bringing to the table? Um, I make people laugh, okay? Like I'm, I can disarm anyone with humor. I'm funny as fuck and I don't even try. I'm just like, I'll go and I'll, I mean, wherever I go, I'll find something in common with someone and I'll find the humor in the situation. So I bring, I bring the laughs. It just, um, I guess the name Dorothy means gift of God. Yeah, so I was put on this planet to make people feel good, okay? Not just with massage. Um, I have the gift of gab, and I, I make people laugh and make them feel good. And that doesn't mean I'm blowing smoke up their ass or anything. I'm a, I'm a straight shooter, but I, I have them giggling so much. Like, you know Roger Waters from Pink Floyd? Like, it's you'll be hard-pressed to find a lot of pictures of him laughing, but every picture I have with him together, he's laughing his ass off. I make him giggle. And Jeff Beck too. I have him laughing. And only one I couldn't really get went over. I mean, at the end, I think I did a little bit. Rod Stewart, he was a tough cookie to win over because he was in pain. Howard Stern, he was an asshole to me when I was on his show. Like they were all ganging up on me, trying to make me look like a groupie. And I was like, fucking verbal kung fu and i came out swinging and at the end he's like you're all right dr dot you know i i want him over but it's like they were trying to they were like show us your tits or we're gonna rake you over the coals i go fucking bring it on bring it on um but yeah i think um i got <laughs> howard oh, stern. yeah yeah Plus, yeah it, how, how, howard stern he's 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 you know he's an interesting character um i think he's an asshole now he's a sellout yeah. the total yeah. sellout he used to be um like um, anarchist, you know, he used to be against the machine and now he is the machine. He's Mr. Status Quo. Yeah, I think it's his, his wife, you know, uh, hypnotized him with that voodoo pussy. And now um, he just does, he just, ugh, I can't stand him. I mean, he, I mean, yeah. he said that he literally stayed, like he was mad because people weren't wearing masks in New York. And he said, listen, wear your mask because I like haven't been outside in months, months. This guy was holed up. And you know what's amazing? Who's is? fault is that? That's his fault because he's a pussy. 
Yeah. It's fear. It's fear. It's fear. Like, I mean, just, I can't, I'm sure you realize, I can't imagine, I can't, listen, the fear that- I can't stand him. In fact, I went on his show in 2002. They asked me to come on and talk about Bruce Willis because I don't date many clients. I've dated Joey Ramone. And then in 99, I dated Bruce Willis. And that was very public. You can Google that. I mean, um, it's not like I'm a star fucker or something, but like Bruce was relentless and, um, you know, had to throw him a bone. Uh, he's not really my type. He's older than me. And I mean, I usually used to go for younger men. Now I'm done with that as well. But at the time, um, he was just, he's very charming and funny and all that other stuff. Anyways, the media caught wind of it and and blew it up because I was in Germany. I lived in Germany at the time and I was, um, I'm big in Germany, kind of like David, David Hasselhoff. <laughs> I wrote a, I wrote a book over there and um so I was in the press all the time plus I wrote a love sex and relationship column called ask dr dot you can google it anyways I was in the press all the time and um so that was a way for me because okay like I said I bartered with massage 83 to 94 which means zero money okay so and then I had I had a child at the time in 94 she was um, my daughter was I mean I still have a daughter she was let's see 84 89 she was like seven or eight. So I was like struggling to, to pay bills or anything. I was not born with a silver spoon in my mouth. Okay. So I come from, you know, humble beginnings. And um, so I'm like, oh, okay. So I can get paid giving massages. Charlie Watts from the Rolling Stones was my first paying customer. And he's like, how much do I owe you? And I'm like, nothing. Cause you're a fucking Rolling Stone. And he's like, no, 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 no. So he insisted on paying me and brought me on three different Rolling Stones tours just to massage him. But I ended up massaging them all. And, um, that's when I realized I could take my hobby of massaging people and turn it into a career. I didn't even think about that. I was more interested in being a photographer and a journalist and massage was just a hobby on the side. So now I turned massage into my career and it's not like I'm not money motivated. Otherwise I would have married rich men and I have married two broke fuckers, you know, so just for love and, um, yeah. But they probably prayed you a lot of money, though. I couldn't. I mean, I don't know. I mean, they probably the Stones did. Yeah. I, I mean, when you go on tour with someone, you can get a flat rate and they pay for your hotel and all that stuff. But I can't live on tour. You can't live on tour when you have a child and all that other stuff, you know, so I didn't want to tour. That's when I started slowly accumulating dot bots. And by the way, I saved a lot of rock stars, a lot of money. So now they don't have to take a massage therapist on tour. They can just rent them in every city they go, you know, right. It saves all of the travel expenses. They don't have to pay for their hotels and all that other shit, you know, travel and stuff. So they just use dot bots wherever they go. Um, but yeah. Now, during the, now during this whole crazy pandemic that happened where they pretty much I mean, massage therapists were killed during that whole time. Well, so how, how, how did you manage through this really weird, dark, strange era? Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm really fucking pissed off about the pandemic and everyone's afraid to talk about it. And now I'm not afraid to talk about it. And you can cancel me if you want. I just want to say that um, this was a manufactured virus. It's been proven. It was manufactured in Wuhan, China in the lab, and it got let loose. Okay. And we know now that China protected themselves. They did not let 
flights within China, domestic flights within China when it first broke out were not allowed. However, China allowed international flights to continue to spread the virus as far and wide as possible. San Francisco, Italy, all over the place. So because China wants world domination, financial domination, they want to dominate the world period. There's more of them than us, and they're on their way to dominating the world. So this virus was let loose, and it was manufactured. It was manufactured for a, um, a transfer of wealth. It's the largest transfer of wealth that this universe has ever seen, okay? So the rich got richer, and the poor got poorer, okay? That's that's what happened. It's a class war that's going on right now. That destroyed, I've been working on this business since 83. I massaged Jeff Leopard in 83. And now we have, you know, 2022, um, look how many years I've been doing this my whole life. And it was just crushed instantly. Like, um, in February, 2020, I got emails from every band that I was working with. I don't know, the Eagles, um, Def Leopard, uh, casting crowns, uh, sticks, all these bands that I had, they, they send me their tour dates and they say, Dr. Dot, we need dot bots at all of these dates. And so I organize it. Like I'm also like a logistics manager. Then one day after the other, February 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th, I got an email from a different band every day saying, we, we canceled the tour. We canceled the tour. And I was like, how the fuck am I going to pay my rent? Cause my rent's almost $3,000. Like I was getting scared, you know? Um, so there was no such thing as massage anymore. Your kids had to stay home from school. It was horrible. It was the most nasty thing that has ever happened to human beings in a very, very long time. Okay. The Holocaust definitely was a horrible thing, but this, um, took away millions of people's, uh, livelihoods, not to mention the suicide rates, um, and it, people and people are psychologically scarred for yeah. life. I, I mean, kids, especially kids, you know, they, they couldn't socialize with their friends um, and they had to stay home from school and learn online. It's fucking psycho. And um, a lot of my massage therapists quit because they were they're either a sick of the bullshit and they wanted to do something where tangible where they could they, they start working for amazon or become realtors or something or b um they're so scared of the germs that they're never going right. to work again so i lost a lot i think i lost about 150 dot box not from death okay mm -hmm. um and as we know the cdc had to admit that only like six percent of all of those deaths were solely from covid the other 94% died with COVID, but, you know, so it, it did not, it, it wasn't justifiable to shut down the whole economy and shut down everyone's lives and all that other stuff. I hope that um, we as citizens have enough um, pride and common sense to stand up to the people that we elect to protect our rights. See, the government are elected fish, they're elected officials elected to protect our rights, not to take our rights away. Let's get it straight, okay? And the mask thing, they can fuck right off because the CDC has said it on their website that cloth masks do not work. And by the way, the vaccines don't work either, do they? Because you can still transmit it and you can still get the virus, okay? So um, 
you know, everyone's screaming about my body, my choice when it comes to abortion. What about the fucking vaccines and the math? My body, my choice. You can't have it both ways. Okay. So um, this is land of the free still, thank God. Okay. Because I've lived in Germany half my life. I've been to Russia. I've been to the country, Georgia. I've been to Guatemala. I've been to Poland, Czechoslovakia, Portugal, Spain, Holland, France, fucking Mexico. I've been all over the world and um, I'm back here in our country, in America. And I'm telling you, we have more freedom here than anywhere in the world. That's why people are trying to break into the country every fucking day. Um, not because it's a racist country. If it was a, such a shithole, why would people be breaking in to get in here? Why? Because we have freedom and we need to keep that freedom. The number one important thing is freedom of speech. And I'm very, very worried that the freedom of speech is being crushed by this ministry of truth, this... Uh, misinformation disinformation thing it's it's really scary people need to wake up yeah. well it is and the, and the countries that you mentioned like that you went to like germany and all those western nations they actually were extremely extremely tyrant through this whole process people people could not leave their homes for months still, it's happening still my daughter lives in germany still and um so I just talked to her today. We had a FaceTime. And so I'm so I'm like, so what's it like there now? And she's like, it's still the mask bullshit. And there's still um it, the tyranny is heavy in Germany. And you would figure the Germans would have learned their lesson nah. after World War II to fucking back down. And no, they don't. And and when Germans try to protest, the full Nazi shit comes out again with the shields and the pepper spray. I mean, it's it's I I don't want to go back. I want her to move home here. She was born in New Hampshire. She needs to come her bring her ass home. But her dad's German, so she's over there. But um, we have the most freedom here. Why? Because we're armed. I'm not personally armed. I don't have a gun yet. I have a small child, so I'm afraid to have a gun. Even though I have a license, I can get one if I want. I just don't have the time to go get one. I don't know which one to buy. I don't know how to shoot. I've never even touched a gun. However, the American government knows that we have guns and so they can't push us around like they do in China and New Zealand and Australia and Germany. They push those citizens around like they are cattle. They don't give a shit about what they have no human rights over there at all. I don't even know why we deal with China because they have zero human rights. Zero. They don't give a flying fuck about human beings over there. They don't. They just don't. So I don't know why we're still dealing with them. Disney and um AT&T, we're, we're, they're so deep rooted with China because China's paying all these people off. China's paying off our news, you know, they're paying off the propaganda here, they're paying off our politicians. It is, um, and they own, China owns so much farmland in America. Why? Why? Do you think Americans could own farmland in China? I don't fucking think so. You know, you know, Dr. Dot, I, I think what it also has to come down to, you mentioned China, the thing is, a lot of these countries like China, they have a history. They, they have thousands of years of civilization. And you have the And then China we have baby USA. They right. Call, they call right. it baby USA. And, and, and you know what's kind of sad is you see China and, and, and Xi Jinping and He's a real he, dictator. He is. But you know what? He puts China, the history, before anything else. Of course, yeah. Right. I mean, dictator, evil, 
disgusting human being. Mm -hmm. In one defense, he puts China and the legacy and the history for anybody else in America. The leaders here have no sacred ties Mm -hmm. to this country. So what they'll do is they will sell out like Mm -hmm. the last piece of land. They will sell like out like the last park and the swing set to because there's no history. There's no like where this great nation that wants to stand the test of time. I mean, those people are called globalists. Yeah. Those people are called globalists. They, they just want, they don't care about future generations. They just want to get as much money as possible right now. And they'll sell their ass cocks and balls uh, to any other country that wants to pay, pay for it. And they want to join the WEF and the H the, the WHO and the EU and the UN and all that stuff. Those are globalists. Like I believe each country should care about their own country. I think Ireland should care about Ireland and Scotland should care about Scottish people and Poland should care about Polish people and America should care about American people. Okay. And we can't have open borders and do that. We can't afford it. It's not sustainable. I'm sick of people saying, well, in Europe, they have Europe's the fucking size of Rhode Island. Okay. I mean, seriously, Germany's the size of Texas and, and England's like the size of Rhode Island. It's, it's not the same. You, what, America, it's like everyone wants free healthcare in America. It's impossible. Look how big it is. It's huge. Okay. Germany is the size of Texas. Right. Right. That's why they can take care of their own people. But you can't compare it. People that say that, well, in Denmark, fucking Denmark's the size of Connecticut. I mean, not even, you know, it's it's not, it's not, they have. America has 300 million people. And, and with an influx of new people coming in every day, yeah. you cannot have anything universal for 330 million people. No. It just no. does not work. The only thing they should have that's universal is freedom of speech, but they're right. trying to take that away as well. And I'm, I'm all about a, having a populist president. I believe there should be a president that puts America first. I don't believe there should be a president that's been paid off by the Ukraine and China and all the stuff. And I don't, I don't, I definitely don't agree with sending $50 billion to the Ukraine when we are having homeless people here dying in the streets and our streets are fucked up and our schools are fucked up and people are starving in America. People in West Virginia are starving and so on and so on. Like, why are we sending all that money to the ukraine that's just a, a honeypot isn't it it's just fucking so, so dr dot i mean most of your probably clients i mean they're they're musician they're musical elites or celebrities so most of them there's no doubt will fall not left but many cases far left now do you ever get into these types of discussions and i mean did they kind of give you any feedback um well i mean i can feel people out the, the easiest way to feel people out nowadays is about masks and vaccines. Right. If they start talking about vac- vaccines and masks right away, then you, you know it's probably best not to have a conversation about um, you know current issues because they're just they're following a certain path. I'm not a Democrat and I'm not a Republican. I'm a libertarian. Me too. Hundred percent. I care about freedom more than anything. Okay, that's all I care about. I don't need jewelry. I don't need uh, fur coats and, and designer stuff. I need freedom. Okay, that's what I that's what I need. Yeah, no, we definitely think alike because I really don't fit 
into either kind of political party. And as oh, you said, Republicans are not Republicans, anyways. They're just it's right. all uniparty bullshit. They're all uh, selling us out. They're not standing up for for our rights. And if they stood up for our rights, they wouldn't allow what's going on right now. I mean, defunding the police. We need police. Like I don't want to be attacked. You know. Um, I've seen that happen in Germany. I was attacked on the street quite a few times in Germany and the police don't care. They're like, well, take care of yourself. Now, speaking about being attacked, have you ever had a client that tried to attack you before? Um, one time um, there was a rapper in like 1997. Um, he exposed himself to me after the massage. This was backstage at a big event. And I don't want to say his name, but he's um, a black rapper. And, and he showed me his, he's like, wait, we're not done. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he showed me his dick and it was like raging hard. I go, I, I don't do that. That's not my problem. And he's like, no, no, you're not leaving until, you know, I'm like, no, no, no. And my girlfriend was sat right outside the door, my German girlfriend, Andrea. And she's like, are you okay? I'm like, no, no, I'm not okay. And she opened the door and um, I got out, but but that's about it. That was just at one time. I mean, I understand. And I wasn't dressed, you know, hot or anything. I was just wearing the boring old, actually I was wearing a who shirt at the time. Um, I don't know why, but I was wearing a who shirt and uh, <laughs> I don't dress sexy backstage unless I'm there as a guest and just raising hell. Like I was for miss the misfits. I went for a Halloween show or something like that. I usually dress pretty boring, like a t-shirt and stuff, but you know, touching someone, I get it that guys get turned on. I'm not like in ridiculous about it. Like if, if someone says, oh my God, I got hard or something. I'm like, oh, whatever, you know, just put some towels on it. Like I joke about it. I literally, I make people feel comfortable. I'm like, oh, come on, let's just throw some extra towels on that. And, you know, or once in a while I'll say, um, actually it's happened like twice. They're like, oh, I can't continue. And I'm like, just, I'll leave the room. You can do what you got to do. And I'll come back in like 15 minutes. Okay. And then I come back and everyone's relaxed, but like, so I'm not freaked out. I don't call the police. If someone gets turned on, it's just like a, a bodily function. So I disarm people with human, but they know that they can't get happy endings from my team because it says on my website, it says any request for a happy ending will result in an unhappy ending. So I, I tell my my team, you know, to have I have male dot bots as well. They're not just females. We have a sense of humor. You have to have a sense of humor when you're dealing with the human body because people are going to fart, sneeze, cough. Um, some people are have stinky feet, you know, or hairy backs or whatever. You have to be able to deal with human beings, and human beings are not machines. And some people get erect nipples and some guys get erect dicks and it's just part of it it just happens you know i mean if you're a man and you know your masseuse is coming you should definitely empty your pipes before the masseuse gets there so you can relax and enjoy the massage you know <laughs> yeah i mean listen i i've heard a lot of crazy stories and um you know i think especially for a new massage therapist being new to the industry when they have their first or a couple of clients they they never know what to expect yeah, um, I, I actually wrote a little chapter called How to Receive a Massage. I mean, I was writing a lot um, when I lived in Germany. I was doing that column and I wrote um, for magazines were always asking me for, hey, can you write us a column on how to re receive a massage, not just give one? So I've, I've written both angles, how to get one and how to give one. And definitely to get one, you should wash your armpits and your ass crack and, you know, the stinky bits. And to give one, you have to have fresh breath and you're, you're not supposed to talk during a massage. I tell both the, the client and the therapist, 
don't fucking talk during the massage. First of all, if you're paying someone 150 an hour to get a massage and you're talking the whole time, before you know it, the hour's over and you're like, oh, wait, my massage is over. Yeah, because you were talking for a fucking hour. So, you know, you should talk when the therapist is setting up their table and tell them what your problem areas are and, you know, get to know them a little bit. But do not talk during the massage except for can you go deeper or that's too tough? Can you lighten up a bit? That's it. I tell my therapist they're not allowed to talk during the massage, not allowed to talk. Yeah, you know, Dr. Dot, and that's what I find when I start having a close relationship with a massage therapist. And what will eventually happen, and I'm not judging, but yeah, they'll start pouring their problems. Like after two years, I start, again, it goes on and on and on. Very nice, but yeah. No. Yeah. No. I hate that shit. And clients need to be kind, but assertive and say, how to get out of that situation, Dean, is to say, oh, can we... um, Let's continue that um, when you're doing my feet because I'm concentrating on my breathing right now. Like, and if I start to massage a therapist, um, a, a client and I'm doing their back and they're because usually at the beginning of the massage, the client's also like nervous. Do I look okay? Do I smell okay? And I say, listen, it's counterproductive to speak during your massage. So let's avoid conversation during your back massage and we'll pick up back later on when I do your feet at the end. And so the client stops talking and concentrates on their breathing and they just get into that zone and they love it. And by the time I get to their feet, they don't wanna talk. They're just like, oh yeah, oh yeah, do my feet harder. Like, oh yeah, get in there. I know it's tempting, but massage therapists who pour their shit on you, they shame on them. Shame yeah, on them. Yeah. To be the healer they're supposed to be the strong healer bringing in that energy and they're supposed to let you um relax and and they're bringing a full battery of power in and they're supposed to put that energy into you so by the end of the massage they're an empty battery and you're a full battery and if they're like talking all the time talking about their fucking boyfriend or food or whatever like it's it's a waste of your money now how far do you go with a massage meaning that if someone calls and they're dealing with a real injury, it, you know, whether it's a bulging disc or whether, you, you know, h- how do you deal with that with a massage therapist that someone calls you, I'm in pain, you don't know their true medical condition, that massage therapist, as we talked about before, can actually make it worse. Like, for instance, I had a rotator cuff problem at one point, rotator cuff in here. Mm-hmm. So every time the massage therapist would work on my shoulders, work on my pec, my shoulder, my delts, my back. I mean, that night, my shoulder was like in 10 pain because mm. the, 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 the tendons and, and the muscles were, were weak. They were injured. It was from an overuse injury. So every time they would hammer this overuse injury, I, I, I would be, so again, the chiropractor is like, I would probably forget the massages now because obviously making it worse. We need to strengthen and go to rehab for that. So how would you deal with that situation? Well, I mean, you have to tell the people that I hire have have at least one year of uh, medical massage experience. I don't just hire people fresh out of school. So, and this shows me that they know what's going on. One full year is required. Plus they have to give a hands-on and I look at their license and all of their diplomas and extra classes they take and stuff. So I don't hire just idiots um 
So they're, they're supposed to ask at the beginning of the massage, do you have any injuries I need to know about? But most of the clients we do work on, we have soap notes like a, a mile high. So they read them before they arrive to the massage and they know exactly what to look for. I mean, they know exactly what they're gonna get, but if they don't have any soap notes, they have to ask the client. And if they have a, a, a cuff problem like you were talking about, you can't go in there and hammer it. But you also, if it was hurting when they're doing that, you have to say, hey, can you lighten up? It, it doesn't feel good, you know? But a lot of deep tissue massages do hurt because no pain, no gain. You know, like if you haven't been to the gym for a while and you go and you do hundred pushups, the next day your, your pecs are gonna be killing you because you're used muscles that you haven't for a while. And it's the same with getting a massage. Like if I don't hurt the next day after a massage, I don't feel like I got my money's worth. I like extreme pain when I get a massage. I want someone to kick the shit out of me. Like just rubbing me doesn't work. Like people hate to massage me. When I, I, I usually just get massages from males. I mean, once in a while, there's a female that can do it strong enough. But Alexa, what are you talking about? Alexa, stop. Why is she? My son, Alexa picking up our conversation. I know, no, like fuck off. My son was like, Alexa doesn't listen to us. I'm like, she does. Alexa doesn't um spy on us. I go, she does. <laughs> no, no. I'm like, okay, Desmond, you're nine years old. Let me tell you something. They listen to what we say. And there's proof. She's like eavesdropping because she's fucking bored. I use Alexa for cooking and stuff. And um, my kid uses it to cheat on his math because I homeschool him. I'm like, stop using her to cheat on your math. That's not gonna help. But like, I'm home. Speaking about homeschooling, I'm like we talked about this before. I'm homeschooling my daughter, um, and you you said you have a son and a daughter. Is that right? Yeah, my daughter's older now. She's she's my daughter's thirty three. Okay, and what and what grade is your son in? Uh, third. Okay, my my daughter's in kindergarten. She's five, yeah. and um, we actually got a lot of pushback. I couldn't believe it. So me and my wife we decided to homeschool our daughter for a lot of reasons. One, obviously we certainly never sent her to school with a mask on yeah. you know we were definitely against some other things we were doing and most of all i mean uh, i mean listen we could talk about what they're teaching in schools which i vehemently disagree with but forget about that my wife is from india mm -hmm. and when she came to america she just can't believe that these teachers can't teach you can't teach. So, I mean, that was the basis of you're getting a poor education. And honestly, the more I learned about homeschool is, do kids really need to be in school at, at, no. at no. five and six and no. seven? No, they don't. They don't. So teachers have are, are can be replaced very easily. I'm I'm so sick of the teacher unions. They're so full of shit. They just they they didn't want to go back to school. They were like, you're gonna give us whatever we want, but we're taking away your babysitter. Yeah, really? Fuck you. I don't need you to babysit my kid. Okay. I'll teach my kid myself. All right. And he can spell like a motherfucker. He can, he's good at science and social studies and spelling and English. He doesn't like math, but he's still good at it. Um, he's learning. He's learning. He's going to be able to, he wants to be an engineer. Um, I don't need that. I don't need him to be at school. Plus they're going to, they're going to take, they're going to send the public 
uh, schoolers home anyways again um, in September because they're going to close down again. There's going to be another pandemic. I mean, Bill Gates said there's another variant coming and we have to watch out. And, you know, just in time for the midterm elections, they're going to send everybody home again. Everyone's going to have to wear a mask so they can justify the mail-in ballots. So you send your kid to school, they send it back home. They send the kid to school. I'm not going to let, I don't want more government in my life. I want less government in my life. I have a, has a client ever said to you when you're going in the room to wear a mask? Not me. Not would me. you? Would um, you? We do have. No, no, I'm not. I'm not going to wear a mask. Give it a massage. I can't. I need to breathe. Right. But we do have. Um, there are certain bands that use our company that require the dot bots. I mean, um, I remember. Was it Bruno Mars? They they did a. Um, they made my dot bot do a a rapid test in the parking lot, and that's fine. And she tested negative, and I think she wore a mask backstage um for eight hours because he was shooting a video and that's fine but that was like six months ago you know so it's getting less and less um strict because that's another thing i wanted to say about the music business it's not just the dot bots who suffered in me i feel so badly for the caterers and the merchandise people and the tour managers and the production managers and the bus drivers and the rock stars and the rock stars wives and the rock stars kids Nobody even talked about what this did to the music industry. Nobody did. I didn't see it in the New York Times or New York Post. Nobody wrote about like, what the fuck is going to happen with the touring industry? It was like a huge clusterfuck. Some people have lived on tour for decades, like tour managers. They'll go from one band to the next, to the next. They, they're never home. They just live on tour. What do you, what do you think happened to those people? Like they ate up their savings in those a year and a half, two years. They ate up their, they became, so many people did opioids and drank um, and, and they, they really did downplay the amount of suicide that happened during this uh, pandemic. Like I feel horrible for the touring industry. I'm glad it's popping back up, but mark my words, they're gonna, the people, the power lords are not happy that they had to give back their power. They're gonna want it back. You know, what's really kind of disappointing is, so artists have released their summer schedule. Like, for instance, they released their summer schedule at the PNC Bank Art Center. And mm -hmm. in that schedule, they have health checks. So basically, there are certain artists that are requiring health checks, which means... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which means either proof of vaccine or a, a mandatory negative COVID test 70, 72 hours before the show. For the fans or for the, for the artists? For, for the fans. I not have... all, now, now, now that's the thing. Not, not all artists are doing that. Yeah. There, there are, you know, I think like, you know, there, there's several artists who are not and there's several artists who are. So. Like the, like the Foo Fighters. I heard uh, Dave Grohl banging on about how everybody has to be vaccinated and this and that. And then, you know, um, the drummer who was Taylor, he was Taylor, an yeah. he's an amazing person, got his jab and then passed away a couple of weeks later. Hmm, that was pretty suspicious. And I know for a fact, Eric Clapton refuses to play along with that. He, he backed out of a couple of different festivals that had mandatory vaccines. Um, he said, fuck you. And Ian uh, Brown from the Stone Roses, he's also pro-choice like you're allowed to choose if you want to be vaccinated or not I, I just don't I don't understand how people think it's okay to dictate 
what we put into our bodies, especially knowing that science, 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 that, um, you know, that it's always changing, that proves that you can still contract it and, you know, pass it on. Like if you can still get the virus and still pass it on, what the fuck good does the vaccine do? It, it doesn't. And it's hurting a lot of young men's hearts. So many soccer players are dropping dead from heart attacks. Uh, young, young men especially are at risk. I mean, they're getting swollen hearts and just dropping dead like that. So Desmond, my son is not going to get the vaccine. Over Someone tries to vaccinate my son. That's another thing why I'm homeschooling him. They're giving hormone blockers to children at school without telling their parents. They're giving vaccines to kids at school without telling their parents. And if you want to argue about it, I have the receipts. You, you can email me. I'll show you the, the articles all over. And if people say, well, I didn't read about it on CNN, those are paid pundits, okay? They don't want to tell you the truth. You have to dig for the truth nowadays. You have to. I have dozens of news sources where I get my news from, okay? And then don't think for a second, I just watch Fox News because Fox is owned by Disney and Disney can fuck off, all right? So there's that. You have to dig for the truth, okay? The mainstream media are full of shit, so how did you, and by the way, I, I completely agree. So what, how did you become so, and by the way, I love the fact that you're so passionate for your beliefs. Mm -hmm. So what, what, was there someone in your family was, you know, that, that you kind of, oh yeah, he was really passionate because some people just kind of go through life wanting not to create any type of disruption and they'll do whatever people will tell them to do they'll put on the mask they'll get 20 jobs they'll get 100 jobs they people yeah i mean they'll just you, you know what i've seen is what's really kind of dangerous in america i don't know if you've seen this but these political flash mobs like at first dr okay. dot it was like uh-oh we got covid and they were debating on how lethal it was. Yeah. You know, some people are calling it the flu. So there was a whole debate around that. Then it was stay home, stay yeah. home, save lives. So everyone started arguing about who's staying home, who's walking in like, or taking a swim in the ocean. In New Jersey, they actually closed down the ocean. They closed down parks. They closed down. Yeah, didn't some dad get arrested for like, he was on a raft? No, he was in a park alone with his kid and the dad got arrested. I mean, I've heard so many cases of really strange stuff of people getting locked up for like, again, going outside and jogging in the woods. I, I live near the woods wow. and literally they blocked off the woods with yellow tape and they actually had like search patrol making sure that no one was actually walking in the woods. Now, yeah, this they don't want you to exercise because exercise in fresh air and daylight boost your immunity and then you can you can fight off the any virus like that they want you to they want to govern you harder they want to be your fucking daddy they want you to take that job they because do pfizer they do. pfizer pays everybody off they're making trillions of dollars okay they are so it went from staying home that was the big argument that was a political flash mob then yeah. to masks it was you know let, let's Hysterical. like yeah let's start beating up i mean you saw all the videos in germany and oh, yeah. in, in 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 austria in, yeah. in new even zealand in, even in portland oregon even yeah. in maine even in ireland they just like the gang mentality they like it's like it's like a witch hunt again it's like vilifying people that person's not 
uh, complying. By the way, folks, if you take anything out of this interview, I, you know, the, the number one thing I want you to know is that you cannot comply your way out of tyranny. It is. I mean, I literally saw videos of people not wearing masks, beating up people be because they weren't wearing a mask and they were just beating them up because they didn't believe the mask worked. I, I mean, know. they're up in their face. And I mean, this is, yeah. The Karen, the Karen, the army of Karens came out. Yeah. And so then it went from mask, right? So then it went to like, the new political flash mob went to the vaccine mandates. It was like, you know, if you didn't get the vaccine, you were causing the virus to mutate. So it was the whole vaccine thing. You're killing that, people. You're literally killing people. You're a murderer. Right. Then, then it went through all of that. Mm -hmm. And then it went from like Putin. It went from like this war in Russia. Like you either like, if you weren't like being the crap out of Russians, yeah. And if you didn't have the Ukrainian flag, yeah. you know, posted on your house or, yeah. or, 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 you know, or, 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 you know, waving In on your, your house, Facebook profile or on your profile, you were now a Putin stooge. Yeah. Um, at this point, I'm rooting for Putin. I mean, I feel bad. <laughs> I'm serious. I feel bad about the Ukrainian people, the innocent people, but um, half of the people that live in the Ukraine are actually Russian. And that's not our fucking business. That's not our business. They're not part of um, the UN or the EU or anything. They're not part of NATO. It's not our fucking business. It's just a money pot. It's a laundering honey pot for world politicians. That's their money laundering little fucking cesspool over there. Okay. And they do have 36 biological warfare um, bio, bio labs in the Ukraine. And Putin didn't like that. So he bombed 36 bioweapon laboratories, like the one they had in Wuhan. He was like, you guys need to cut the shit. Um, you got to stop talking about NATO. This is my border. I don't like the shit. And they just wouldn't stop. They wouldn't stop. But Hillary's wanted war with the, um, with Russia for a long time. Okay. They, these people in charge make a lot, a shitload of money with war, okay? And that's why Americans have a bad reputation all over the world because we're warmongers. But people like me and you and people that we know, we don't want war. It's the people in charge, our elected officials, they want war because it makes them money. And they you don't know, care whose, whose lives are lost. They don't give a fuck. You know, Dr. Dot, and I'm not a, I'm not a pacifist, meaning that I'm not against war. I'm against war for the wrong reasons we should by and large defend this country oh yeah i mean it, you know i just wish that american elected officials would defend our border is so so uh, viciously like they're defending the ukraine's border like why do they care more about the ukraine's border than our own border because they don't care about the border they don't. They want open borders because they want more voters and, and they want more um, low wage workers and so on and so on. It's just it, it, it's not healthy. It's not good because there's a lot of fentanyl coming over the border. And hey, by the way, I don't care if Mexicans come over because we have a lot in common with Mexicans. They're um, pretty much conservative and, you know, they like law and order and um, they, they're Christians. I, I, I have nothing against Mexicans whatsoever. However, there's people from China and Afghanistan and people whose cultures don't blend well with ours. And by the way, I can't move to Holland 
right now if I wanted to because I don't have a, a Dutch passport. I can't move to France. I can't move to fucking India. I can't move to Russia. I certainly can't move to China. Why doesn't China have an open border? By the way, China has the longest fucking wall in the world, the Great Wall of China. They built that shit to keep the Ottoman Empire out. So those motherfuckers, uh, virtue signaling to us that we're racist for wanting a border can kiss my ass, okay, first of all. And secondly, it, every country should have a border and every country should have law and order. Otherwise it's just chaos, okay? It's just chaos. So the new mass hysteria right now, and the new moral panic is in the last 24 hours mm -hmm. is the Supreme Court and, and, and the yeah, leak. And isn't that funny that the timing is so perfect? It's like, okay, the Johnny Depp thing and Amber Heard shitting on his pillow all, and the Will Smith slap. And now the, the, the abortion thing was leaked. Isn't it funny how it was leaked and there was already flash mobs before it even hit the press, by the way. This is all staged and planned because the people in charge who keep sending billions, now this week it was 33 billion they sent to the Ukraine. Um, they want you to keep your eyes glued to the, like, here's a little new shiny object. Look at this object. Don't talk about the inflation and the food shortage and the fuel shortage and all that fucking money we're sending to Ukraine. We want you to talk about Johnny Depp and we want you to talk about Kim Kardashian wearing the Marilyn Monroe dress. We want you to talk about fucking, um, you know, the abortion and stuff. And, and the same people were screaming about my body, my chores. Um, how dare they take away the right for abortion? Or, okay, if they're going to say my body, my choice, then they need to say my body, my choice when it comes to ma max, um, mask mandates, vaccine mandates, mandates. But by the way, the whole Roe Wade thing, okay? It's people who want democracy should be happy that it's being overturned because... Now each state can decide individually. That's why it's called the United States. We're not one giant lump. We're individual states and we can vote. That's what democracy is about. Each state will be able to vote whether they, how they want to, to discuss abortion. Roe Wade was like the whole country has to go along with this and that. We don't want that kind of you know, blanket. We don't want the feds in our life. I don't want a federal government in my life. Every state should be individual. So, and everyone's so hysterical about it. It hasn't even been overruled yet. They're freaking out over a fucking draft that was leaked. Okay. It's bullshit. So do you think this protest is going to have legs? Like, do you think this is going to create to intimidate the judge into going along yeah. with what the fucking the mob rules wants. Um, I don't think so. I don't think judges appreciate um, having their shit leaked. I don't think they appreciate being bullied. Um, I, I think it's going to backfire on them, just like everything else does. I, I, how dare they let all the prisoners out of jail during COVID and let all the protesters protest and kill each other and sh set shit on fire the whole fucking summer during COVID and have open borders during COVID. But like, we're supposed to make our little kids wear a mask at school. There's such, the hypocrisy is so thick and we're not allowed to talk about it. We're not allowed to talk about it on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or fucking nowhere. That's why I'm on, um, what's it called? Uh, Telegram. There's zero censorship on there. And so many people are on Telegram exchanging information. Like you cannot, you cannot deny the stuff you see on Telegram. It's fucking videos of what's going on. You can't deny it. It's like fresh milk from the cow's tits. It's like fresh fucking news because 
the mainstream media, they're not reporters anymore. They are just actors and actresses with a fucking script to read, just like our president is reading a fucking script. He doesn't even know where he is, what year it is. He doesn't know shit. Everything, just- everything today is corporate propaganda. I yeah. mean, would you ever consider running for office? It's impossible because there's a picture of me on the toilet right here. Look. <laughs> Uh, well, listen, that, 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 that's nothing. That's nothing so. today. I don't know about that. I mean, um, plus it takes a lot of time, doesn't it? I mean, like, and, and I barely found time to come on here and do a Zoom chat with you. And, you know, you, you really have to, I mean, I would love to, because I, I would change a lot of stuff. I would change a lot of stuff. Um, first of all, I was thinking about this when I was out power walking the other day. The 33 billion we just sent to the Ukraine... <laughs> Uh-huh. In every single major city, there should be several urinals, like in a little corner where a guy can hang his dick and piss. Okay, like they're pissing in the street, and the cities smell like piss. They and there's and the bus stops, people who have to take public transportation in this country are humiliated because they're standing there on the street, like they look like street streetwalkers i feel bad for them they they need a shelter they need a proper fucking bus stop like in germany they have beautiful bus stops with seats and the shelter in case it rains so you can ride public transportation with dignity okay and and there's public recycling containers everywhere so you can put your bottles your green they have green bottles brown bottles white bottles but we spend all our money on other other things virtue signaling actually we do we do a lot of money laundering do you think the 33 billion we sent to the ukraine is just going to stay there for the Ukrainians. No, it's fucking not. Nancy Pelosi and um, John Kerry and Chuck Schumer and all those other cons, they're like, okay, we're going to send you 33 billion and you can probably keep 10, but we're going to keep the rest for ourselves. Just like we sent 25 25 million, sorry, the first chunk of the um, pandemic, the first, you know, right when it happened, February, March, 2020, we sent $25 million in that first package to Pakistan for gender research. Yeah. And we sent 20 billion, uh, 20 million to uh, the Kennedy Center. Why? Why? Oh, oh Nancy Pelosi um, is she's in charge of the, the Kennedy Center. So you give 20, 20 million to the Kennedy Center. How much do you think of that Nancy Pelosi gets? A lot. That's why she has an expensive, uh, you know, freezer with all her fucking $20 a pint ice cream and stuff like the corruption is so thick, but like there's people in the middle called normies and the normies, they just want to come home from work and fucking watch TV and relax. They don't want to be hassled. So they just go like you were asking, what do you think about those people who ride in the car alone with their mask and all that stuff? Well, those people are just like, they obey, you know, you're right. either you're an Indian chief or you're an Indian worker. I'm an Indian chief. I don't let people tell me what to do. Most people are little Indian workers and they just want to get through life. And that doesn't mean they're bad. It just means they don't have the mental capacity or the energy to fight all the time. You know, I'm a Libra and um, I believe in justice. Plus you asked me, where did I get this fire under my ass? Well, my mom, um, unfortunately she passed when she was 48, but she would put a little button on my shirt at school, um, make me wear it to school and every day. And it said, question authority. So, I mean, I, I was like in the, the fifth grade wearing a, a pin on my shirt that said question authority. So I already had a little attitude back then. And my dad was in the Navy, but he was also a hippie. So he was like a good combination of listening to Frank Zappa and Led 
Zeppelin and Thin Lizzy and stuff, but he was also, um, you know, conservative. I don't want to call myself a conservative because you asked me, how did I survive during the pandemic? I started doing OnlyFans, showing my tits for money online because how else was I going to pay my bills? Like literally, I was like, I'm a single mom. I have rent. It's almost $3,000. I'm not making any money. So I started doing OnlyFans. I mean, I would never fuck anyone for money. I'm not a hooker. I'm not a whore. But hey, you know, if you got it, show it. Um, you got to make it somehow, like the Grateful Dead say, you got to make it somehow. So I mean, I will make it wherever you put me, I'll make it, if, whether if I have to be a cleaning lady or whatever, I'll make it. But um, I don't appreciate my livelihood being taken away because I bust my ass. I work seven days and night a week my whole life. I don't take vacations. I don't have time off. Never. So <laughs> let me <laughs> ask you this. And by the way, I, I, I do agree with you. And, I, and I'm not the person that agrees just to agree. I, I do. I, I agree with everything you're saying. And we probably share 99% of the views. So outside of your mom saying question authority, what else shaped your views? Like, do you have certain beliefs? Because I mean, you could literally question authority and be against things, but be on the other side. Like the other side is saying, no, Dr. Dot, you have it all wrong. So well, I'd, love to, I'd love to debate people like that. I'd love that, okay? Because I'm very, very well-schooled. I know what I'm saying. I can back up every single thing I'm saying. So I would love that. I mean, a lot of people I see online are just hysterical and they're like, oh, well, um, you know, there is not, there is, there's not only two genders and I mean, they come up with, and by the way, anyone who leads with their sexuality is instantly discredited in my opinion. I don't want to hear about your sexuality. I don't care if you're gay, you're bisexual, you're transgender, whatever the fuck you are, I don't care. Okay, that's a very sign, that's a big sign of weakness that you lead, that's called identity politics. I don't give a fuck. Well, but I think today, though, they're really playing with people's minds. I mean, I was, it was probably maybe about in 2000, I don't know, 15, I was actually working with an artist and yeah. we were putting together a kind of a campaign around the artist. And I said oh. to the artist, is there anything you stand for? Any personal beliefs, you know? And she's like, well... I, I really stand for gender. And, and I pushed her a little bit. I pushed her. By the way, this is before wokeness came in. Mm. So I, I, I kind of pressed her on, well, what do you mean? And she said to me, well, I believe like gender is a social construct. I'm like, okay. I pressed her again. What do you mean? Well, I believe that the only reason why boys are boys is because you put toys in front of them like G.I. Joe and trucks and girls are oh, only really? girls because you give them a princess doll. You give them a doll. So, so that's, in her mind, gender is completely a societal construct. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't debating her. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I just said to her, okay, fair enough. What are you? And she goes, oh, that is a really good question. Okay. She, she was about to have a nervous breakdown because she could not give me an answer. 
She's not a biologist, you mean? <laughs> this is this is before all this crazy stuff happened, and I'm like, wow, like what planet are we well, on? She probably anymore? she probably uh, learned all that shit in university because the indoctrination the indoctrination started, you know, in the universities with radical um, professors and stuff pushing their bullshit onto the students and now they're doing it to kindergartners you know in new york for example you're not allowed to say mother or father you have to say you know a birthing person or whatever and um but you know a female has true two the chromosomes are different okay so it's proven if they want to keep screaming about science 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 shows the reason why males are males and females are females okay so they're just talking bullshit and by the way i just want to put this this um came to me, okay, China wants world domination. Yes, they've been around thousands of years. So they're much better at manipulating and handling the masses than we are. We're, what, we're not even 300 years old. What the fuck do we know? China knows a lot, okay? They have a fucking, they have one up on us. And they were poor until our politicians started selling out and 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 we started doing our manufacturing over there and you know now we can't even get our own antibiotics in america it's just really really dangerous to put all of our eggs in china's basket because they're just going to crush them but um china it's in china's best interest that we stop reproducing so they created tiktok and it shows a lot of um you know, males becoming females, females becoming males. So if all of our little kids start lopping off their body parts and getting bottom surgery, cutting their dicks off, sewing up their vaginas, having zipper chest and all that, and taking, um, taking hormone blockers at school and not telling the parent about it, we're not going to be able to reproduce. Okay. It's, they're, they're especially aiming this shit at Caucasians. Okay. Most black people are like, uh, uh, um, cause black people are conservative. They go to church. They believe in God and they're not going to, you know, this, this is targeted at the, at the white kids, you know, like, yeah. Um, how dare you? You're, you're, you're a privilege cause you have white skin. That's racist. That's racist to tell white people they're privileged because of their skin color and to tell black people that they're victims because of their skin, skin color. The whole critical race theory is bullshit. Okay, so, but China's pushing that down our throat. They want us to fight amongst each other. They want the medical segregation. They want us to fight black versus white. They want us to fight gender versus, you know, not gender or whatever. They, they want that chaos because then it's easier for them to take over. Okay, and, and you might think I'm crazy saying it, but I really do believe that's China's goal. Okay, I mean, and we're doing stuff like our Starbucks just sent $40 million during the pandemic to build the best uh, coffee bean factory over there in Shanghai and shit. I mean, it's like, why are we doing that? Why are we uh, outsourcing all of our shit here? We need jobs here. We need money here. Um, but yeah, the whole gender thing, if the females all turn into boys and the boys all turn into girls, we are not going to be reproducing. We're not. And birth rate is down. And then the birth rate is, is oh, overwhelmingly down. And, but, you know, they're opening the borders and all those, you know, there's like people coming from um, Afghanistan or whatever. Those people have like 10 kids with three different women. You know, they got like three wives and each right. wife has 10 kids. I mean, they're breeding like way, they're definitely outbreeding us. And um, China used to have a rule that you're only allowed to have one kid. They threw that out the window. They're, they're I mean, yeah, they used, to, they used to euthanize girls. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it when I first moved to Germany in 89. Um, there's a magazine called Stern, which is like time, and they would show graphic videos of just women just throwing their fetuses in the gutter for the street sweeper to come. And I was like, 
because they never showed that stuff in America. You know, they never showed those graphic. So I was exposed to the truth, like brutal truth already back in 89. That's way before the internet. But in Europe, they show radical pictures of what's going on. So I was like, oh, wow. So this is, and I saw how the Chinese treat animals as well. And um, they have like almost a million um, Muslim Uyghurs, Uyghur Muslims in concentration camps right now in China. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, they're in concentration camps making your Nike sneakers and your fucking Apple phone and all that other shit. I mean, they're using slaves. So we're, we're dealing with a country that has zero, um, um, they don't care about human lives and they don't have any remorse for having slaves and stuff. I don't understand why we're even talking to China. And Joe Biden was like, oh, China's not a threat, man. China's not going to eat our lunch, man. China's our number one fucking enemy. Um, and nobody needs... You, you cannot forget that. I'm sorry, but they are. I mean, I have nothing against the Chinese people. I'm talking about the Chinese government, okay? Because as we know, the people have no control. I feel bad for people who are suffering under such a regime. And I don't, I've been to Russia. Um, he's a populist, so what? He's taking care of his borders. So he, he's not the one. He's not the one who has a million fucking Muslim Uyghurs in, in concentration camps. So. so do you subscribe to any, I mean, you are, I mean, your, your knowledge is, is amazing and your, your world knowledge is amazing of, of real events. As you said, you are aware yeah. of what's going around the world where most people absolutely have no clue. So yeah. do you, I mean, through this, I mean, do you subscribe to any like religious beliefs like, who do you, i love religious oh um I don't, are you spiritual or religious do you believe in god i mean of course i believe in god i believe in god but i don't believe that I, you have to go to a church by the way the thing about religion is um i think that there's so many different sectors of religion because men I'm, I'm definitely not a feminist by the way i love men but men in general tend to want to to be in charge of stuff that's part of their testosterone even a rooster wants to be in charge you know what i'm saying that's just part of their being sure so like, if there's only one God, that means there's only one person in charge. There's only one being in charge. And that's not going to sit well with men. So they have to divide it up. So more and more men have their fucking power. So then you got the Pope for the Catholics and you got uh, Muhammad for the Muslims. and blah, blah, blah. So they have to divide it up. And that just causes everybody to fight. So I believe in religion. I believe, I mean, I believe in God. And I believe that everyone should just, you know, um, concentrate. And when they go to sleep at night and believe that there's a a bigger thing up there than us and that you know when we die we might go to heaven we might go to hell but like i don't believe we have to go to that church and this church and there's so many different it's it's just another way of dividing people it's so stupid and plus it's scary going to church people are shooting each other up i mean christians are being slaughtered left and right in fucking you know certain countries in Africa, by the way, like Africa is predominantly Muslim and they don't like that Christian shit. So they go in there and hack each other up and stuff. And so if, if you know, if, if religion means that people are going to start shooting each other, hanging each other, I mean, that's been going on forever. Like look what happened in England, you know, they would hang people and if they weren't the right religion and stuff. And that's why we got on the Mayflower and said, fuck you. And, you know, so we have religious freedom here but now suddenly it's not easter break anymore or christmas break suddenly it's winter break and it's spring break they're trying to get god out of everything you know there's a certain radical group that hates god and um you know so where do you think this all ends 
Um, I think there's going to have to be, if, if shit doesn't get back to normal, there should be another boots on the ground revolution, fucking flat out fucking civil war. Do you think America could handle that? They will. I mean, they will. There's only so far you can push people. You know, there's only so far. It might not be people against people. It might be the people against the fuckers who are taking away the freedom. You know what I'm saying? Like it, I do. it put barbed wire all around the White House, which is very telling, by the way. It's very telling. If you're doing things to your people that you think um, will make them come at you, then you know that you're doing something wrong. We did not give them power to take away our livelihood. I mean, how many businesses were had to close down? How many gyms and restaurants and so on? But Amazon and uh, Home Depot and Walmart, they were making fucking trillions, you know, like um, they just, I, I don't want that in America. I don't want facial recognition. I don't want a social credit score is what's what China does, by the way, the shit that happens over there, it, it floats over here. The whole credit score thing um, that we have here, like if you don't have a good credit score, you can't um, lease a car. Right. right. We're used to that. But if you ever try to call those people on the phone, they're all Chinese, okay? They're run TransUnion and all that shit. They're all Chinese. That's a Chinese thing, okay? And over there, they have what's called a social credit score. So let's say you get in a fight with a guy at a bar, your social credit score is going to go down. Let's say you refuse to get that vaccine. You refused it. Your social score is going to tank. You won't be able to go to the movies. You might not even be able to go to the grocery store. You'll have to get your shit delivered. Like literally they control their people so much. You have to wear a mask, have facial recognition. They have fucking cameras everywhere. They're, um, it's, that's what they want. It's, complete and utter tyranny and everybody has to just read the book 1984 or watch the fucking movie because that's what's going on right now the ministry of truth is happening right now when the elected officials are controlling what you can think and say actually when they can control what you say they can control what you think and they know that they know that and that's what they're doing right now. <laughs> the, the ministry of truth is on tiktok now no, no, I saw her. I, I saw her, and she has a private account because she's a fucking coward. And and she was the one at the beginning of the pandemic saying that, um, you know, you don't have to wear a mask. And she was also saying that the Hunter Biden laptop was not true, and we know it was true. Um, and but they they banished the New York Post from Twitter because they didn't want that story coming out before the election, and so on and so on. This is this is not democracy, actually. And we saw it. We saw what people can do in Ottawa with the truckers, and they're back at it right now, by the way. I loved how the truckers were like, fuck you, we're not going to take a vaccine that we don't want to, because it could make you impotent. It could make you infertile. It could make it that you can't, you know, reproduce. Right. No. And, and Pfizer, was it Moderna? They, they sealed, they wanted their records sealed for 70 years so that we can't uh -huh. read the actual records. And the judge, thank God, said, no, no, you're not going to seal your fucking records for 70 years. So, and by the way, who the fuck elected Bill Gates? I didn't. Did you? No. I didn't. No, he's not a doctor. He's not a scientist. Yet he is the one who invents the vaccine. And he also invents, he has money with Fauci in the fucking, I, I, there's, it's, I can't understand why this is not number one news. Like if the news were doing their job, they would keep the government in check, but they're not. They're not. They're paid pundits. Like, do you feel like in this new world, because we're living in a very strange, dark time, do you feel during this time 
that time is weird. Like, do you feel like just time, like weeks and months, like, do you find it's, do you find it different? Um, what do you mean that time is dragging on or that? I don't know. I just feel like since the pandemic, and even though by and large, things are kind of back to normal, I just still feel like the weeks and months and something's just off. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that still? You know, you know why? It's because you know that this, you're scared now that your freedom is going to be yanked away from you again. That's why. And that means the propaganda, the fear mongering has worked. Even though you seem to be a bit of a libertarian like me, you're still afraid that it's going to be yanked away at any moment. And, you know, because you're awake, you're not Netflix and chill, by the way. You're not Netflix and chill. Right. That's what they want. And the Obamas run Netflix, by the way, um, as does Susan Rice. And, and Netflix is tanking because nobody wants to, to watch. He's expecting right no you cannot have a baby out of your penis you cannot i'm sorry you cannot um yeah you know what i i, I feel you know what I, here's how i feel dr dot i feel like we are at a tipping point and i don't know where it's going to swing and I, I do listen. I, I I believe in good. I I believe in evil. I believe in the physical world. I I believe you know in the spiritual world. And I I just don't know. I mean, where this is. I don't know where the puck is going to land up. Well, you have a daughter to protect, and when you die. You have to think about this. Do you want your daughter living with a face mask and facial recognition, forced vaccines, um, and so on and so on? I mean, you, you you're wide awake like I am, and not awake like woke. You're you're trying to navigate through all this bullshit because you have a child to protect. Right. You're forgetting most of the people who are doing these flash mobs. They don't have kids. They live in their parents' basements, um, and they don't ever think they want a family in fact it's it's popular nowadays to hate family hate god um they they want a godless familyless kind of uh, herd of sheep that they can push around and um we, we we have to stand strong and just not take it i mean and i'm even afraid that the um you know you might think oh she's not afraid of anything i'm afraid that voting doesn't work anymore because i just got something in the mail today that said that um, I can send in my voting ballot for the for the um, upcoming election. Like, how are they going to know it's me? I could lie. They're not asking for my voter ID. I mean, you have to have an ID. Like, I went out to karaoke. They wanted to see my vaccine passport. Um, you know, so they they're interested in having ID when it comes to the forced vaccine, but they're not. They don't want a, a vaccine for the most important thing in this country, which is to vote. It's so fucking bullshit. And um, it's just people have to stop being so gullible. And I'm afraid they're drinking the tap water here in America, which has got loads of fluoride in it. And what does fluoride do to you? Fluoride makes you compliant. Fluoride, um, it, it numbs your will. 
Okay, we all have a will, a strong will, but you drink fluoride in your water and it numbs your will. See, in Europe, they take it to the streets, especially France, they fucking fight. They fight their asses off when they don't like something. Why? Why do they all have shitty teeth? Because they don't have fluoride in the water. It's illegal in Europe to have fluoride in the water. So they have really shitty teeth, but dicks as hard as a diamond and they have wills as hard as a diamond. Here in America, there's so much fluoride in the water. Men have problems with uh, getting it up, keeping it up. And they sit on the couch and they're just like, okay, govern me harder, daddy. I'll do whatever you say, like zombies. I'll wear the mask. I'll take, because they're fucking drinking fluoride water. I have fluoride filters here in my Berkey filter. I haven't drank fluoride for years since like 2002, I got a Berkey filter. Um, so I think the mind control is easier when everyone's doped up on fucking fluoride and the chemi trails too. I know it sounds a lot and people are like, oh, that sounds like conspiracy theory. It's not though. You think the government wouldn't hurt you to get what they want? Oh yes, they would. You think they would fake things or uh, kill masses to get what they want? They do, they do. They'll do whatever they have to do to keep control and get money. I don't trust them at all. I don't trust the government at all. Yeah. I mean, and you don't need fluoride in your fucking drinking water. If you have some in your toothpaste, that's enough. You don't need it in your water. They have no business fucking with our drinking water. And by the way, did you notice in the last two months, 19 food processing plants burnt down? Yeah, plane I mean, crashes, fires. More and airplanes crashing into, and Bill Gates, Bill Gates owns more farmland in America than any other private citizen. Why? He said he hates meat. He doesn't want us to eat cow meat anymore. He doesn't want us to eat beef. And he's buying all the farmland. He's going to control the food. See, they can't control Americans. American government cannot control Americans because they know we have guns, but they can starve us to fucking death. They can raise the prices of fuel so high that you don't want to drive anymore. They can raise the prices of food so high and cut off the supply so you're fucking starving and you will comply. You'll do anything for a piece of fucking government cheese. Now, your massage business now, like, is it completely back to where it was before? No, no, no. but it is surprisingly... Um, it's, it's coming back, but like I said, I'm telling you, the midterms are November... By September, we're all going to be locked down again with masks. Remember, I said it right here. They're going to have to justify mail-in ballots again so they can fucking cheat. But don't you think people will finally catch on? No. No, they don't care. The mass, the masses are stupid. The masses are stupid. But, okay? but, 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 but. As long as you have the masses, how do you turn things around? If the mass, if the masses are so easily fooled and compliant, okay, the normies in the middle, right. after the first vax, okay, second vax, when they start to hear that they got to get a third and fourth vax, some of them are waking up and saying no, especially my black dot bots, black dot bots across. They're like, I'm not getting a fucking vaccine. They're like, I am not getting a vaccine. Yeah. They don't want it. They don't want it. Well, um, the blocks have, 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 you know why? Because the, the blocks are the least trusting because they, they are the first ones to know that they've been duped. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, they're, they're, they go to church. They love God. They were raised by strict moms. Usually, even if they, they come from a broken family, you know, and my, I don't force my dot bots to do anything. 
we, we do it according to which client we have. So if it's an artist that says, we insist on seeing a vaccine passport and they have to wear a mask, I tell the dot bots, do you want to massage so-and-so? This is their requirements. This is what they want. And if the dot bots have the requirement, I send out the dot bot. And then there's other bands that don't ask at all. So, you know, I am not going to dictate to my people what they should do. I'm not fucking God. You know, I don't act like that. And they love me for that. I'm like, it's your body. It's your choice. And they love that. I would never do that. Now, have you ever been in a situation, you know, I mean, you, you have pretty much, I, I can't think of anyone who you haven't laid hands on and, and, you know, musical artist, celebrity, has there been anybody where you've been taken back? Like, wow, these people, this person is a really nasty person. Um, well, let's see. I mean, I did have a pretty public opinion about Mariah Carey. I thought she was kind of mean, um, very spoiled, but who knows? She might've changed since then. She was kind of catty. And I met Chrissy Hine briefly. Um, I was actually, I was hanging out with Joe Strummer on the Clash's bus and she was on, she also had a, a show the same night. It was in Hartford, Connecticut. She was playing at one place and the alarm opened for her and I was hanging out with the Clash at another place. And after the Pretender show, she came over and she came onto the bus of the Clash and she was like, nah, nah. she was bitching. And one of the guys in the band just threw a beer bottle on her, told her, at her and told her to get the fuck off the bus. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like shut up but actually I think she's pretty cool I mean from what I've read about her and stuff but no I mean because I'm there to bring pleasure so I mean I, I usually don't have any problem with the artists the artists love me sometimes there's tour managers usually females um they're fine with me in emails but when they meet me in person I mean I don't got the girls out you know I go backstage with like a, a but they just look at me and they're like uh, and then they're just nasty to me. They're bitchy, especially female British tour managers or production managers, because English women hate American women. Usually they're just jealous. It's like a catty thing. Um, but I'm used to women being catty to me. So whatever, you know, I usually don't have a problem with the celebrities. It's the people who work with the celebrities can be difficult because they have an inferiority, inferiority complex that they're not famous. And sometimes they're jealous that I'm closer to the celebrity than they are. I mean, I'm literally seeing the person naked and, and massaging the person naked. Sometimes they're jealous. You know, it's, again, it's human beings. It's not like um, I'm a factory worker where I just have to deal with the same machine every single day. I'm dealing with um, different people, different egos, different circumstances. Some people argue about money. I mean, we had an artist the other day, um, Dua Lipa. I guess she's an English artist, not her. Okay, but her management, they were trying to nickel and dime us. They didn't like our prices. I'm like, okay, those prices are like 20 years old. There's inflation for massage therapists as well. So I go to bat for my team. Like I will not let them work for a dollar a minute. A dollar a minute, you might think, oh, $60 an hour, that's not bad. It's not $60 an hour. A dollar a minute means when the when the client's on the table backstage and say they want a 20 minute massage, you get 20 bucks. And when they leave, you could be waiting for another hour until another person comes and says, hey, I'll have 15 minutes on my back. Do you, can you give me that? And then you earn another 15. Sometimes two hours go by and there's no one on your fucking table. So that means you're not earning. Right, right. You're not earning. 
So I go to bat, you know, I have to be a fucker sometimes, you know, I'm definitely open hearted and, and I love to laugh and I'm, you know, sweetheart and do anything for anyone. But like, I have to um, be a little bit of a tough guy um, in this, in the music industry, because it's full sharks. Fame in general is a difficult thing to deal with. So, you know, have, have you having worked on so many people, I'm sure you got into conversations with, you know, and, and, and these are, you know, elite people on top of their class in, in the art world. Like, do you feel the people that you meet, like, do they, you know, they, they achieve monumental success into the world standards. Do you find they possess a particular personality or a skill or they're just like a person regular person that just fell on good fortune they got lucky yeah and by the way and i don't believe in total luck i, I I'm, I'm listen i'm a hard worker I, I i work my butt off so i mean i, I definitely know hard work plays into it i, I don't believe luck just well, I mean, there are some people that are absolute stars like madonna Mick Jagger, Juliette Lewis. Um, there's some people that have like that star aura around them. And then other people who are just a star on stage and when they get off stage, they're, you know, they're just like me and you. So um, there's a, that's why I wanted to get into this actually, because I wanted to not just get into concerts for free, but I was interested in meeting the people who wrote the lyrics of the songs that I love so much. Like I wanted to meet the cars because I love the cars. I wanted to meet the Stones. I got to meet Paul McCartney. Um, I, I, the Moody Blues has used my team over the years, but I've never had a conversation with any of them because I want them to stay mystical because they're so important to me that I just don't want to meet them I'm like no <laughs> um and rush you know like uh, they've they've the drummers used my company before but I didn't get to meet them and I'm glad because I just want them to stay as like mystical figures who write the most amazing lyrics ever and stuff like that um everyone's different I mean Frank Zappa he was like a genius he's the one who gave me the name by the way Dr. Dot and like we started to touch on that at the beginning and you said you like the name Dr. Dot. Well, my real name is Dorothy, but my, um, my, my grandmother's name was Dorothy and everyone called her Dot. So my name is Dorothy, everyone called me Dot. And then when I met uh, Frank Zappa in 88 and I went on his whole tour, massaging him and his band every day, he eventually started calling me Dr. Dot. And so that nickname has been with me since 88. And so Frank Zappa is a huge influence to me. And um, I know for a fact, if Frank was alive, he would be very pissed at the um, the censorship and the cancel culture. He would hate it. He hated it. He would hate it. He wrote a song called I Am the Slime and the lyrics of that song are talking about how the government is taking over and controlling and all that stuff so if anyone is um, unaware of who frank zappa is they should google the lyrics to the word to the song i am the slime um he's one of my musical heroes i love him and the beatles those are my two favorite and um yeah i just really wanted to meet the people who make the music that um so i mean i have a giant Jimi hendrix tattoo on my hip it's like that big so I love Jimi Hendrix as well, but like definitely the Beatles and uh, Frank Zappa are my favorite. Do you, are you inspired by the newer music that's come out? Not really. Um, no, I'm trying to think of some new music that um, I like. I mean, there's a German band called um, uh, the, Ru 
I don't know what they, they think in that song. I am sitting at the counter for the man who pours the coffee. I mean, eh, they're okay, but like I, I, I really don't. So, so what, what, what? So what do you think it is? Like, and I talk to a lot of people this way, music lovers who loved. You know, I mean, the '60s. They loved the '70s. They loved the '80s. They loved the '90s. They embraced it, the mm-hmm. 2000s. But but then there was a certain pivotal pivotal point where they started like. I can I, tell you what it is. Video killed the radio star. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. As soon as it became all about the visual. Um music went out the window that's really what happened i mean there was clever people like david byrne who took advantage of the visual um and made cool videos and stuff but like you know it's like uh frank zappa i hate to keep saying but he he inspired me but he has an album called tinseltown rebellion and the whole album is a pretty much about uh, he always says the people come to see and not to hear. But then again, that system works as perfectly as a dream. It works for all those record company pricks who come to screen, um, who come to skim the cream off the cesspools of excitement where Jim Morrison once stood. I mean, he just, Frank was well aware of this. That album's like, I don't know, 25 years old or something. Um, he knew already that like, you know, people come to see and not to hear. That's when it started going wrong. Because if it was just for your ears, you know, would you really want to listen to fucking Cardi B if you didn't see her in a thong thrashing her ass into the camera? Would anyone give a fuck about Taylor Swift if she wasn't tall, thin, blonde, and beautiful? I doubt it. Um, So, you know, musical integrity. I love Greta Van Fleet. Is that what they're called? Mm-hmm. The, Z- the Zeppelin cover band. Well, that's what everyone says. Right. But, hey, everyone said that about Billy Squire too, that he, he was a Robert Plant's cover band. But it, at least these young guys are picking up instruments. They're fucking writing songs. You got to give them a break. I don't own any of their music, but I follow them on Facebook and I'm like, right on, you know? I mean, at least they're keeping rock and roll alive, you know? I mean, they reminded me of a bit of like a mix. I'm not saying they're original sounding. They sound like a bit of Yes, Jethro Tull, Led Zeppelin, you know, but they're still playing instruments, which is more you can than you can say about fucking, um, I don't know. But can we get a little more specific because, and, and I agree video killed the, the, the music star, but the thing is there still was a pivotal point like I mean, like even like again, I liked all genres of music. I mean, I was obviously MTV, MTV fucked a lot of stuff up. Everybody could be a star suddenly. Everybody could be a star if you looked good. You could be a star. So people stopped giving a shit about quality music. You know what I mean? I mean, I like Kid Rock's new song, "We the People." I love it. I love it. And do you think TikTok is good for music? I no. I, I go there to harvest cat videos. I think the music that I hear on TikTok makes me fucking sick. Do you think we can have actually real stars anymore? I don't see any. Is it possible? I, see, I think when we lose people, I mean, we lost David Bowie, we lost Prince. When the Stones die, I don't think Keith Richards is ever going to die, but like, I know. We're, we're losing, you know, and Mingo stars like 82 losing our heroes you know and um so that's why i think people should give greta van fleet a break you know i mean 
Kid Rock, he sounds like a, a combination of rock and a little bit of rap in there. Um, I really don't hear any new music that that turns me on. I just don't. But then again, I mean, I listen to Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons when I'm doing dishes or um, and Desmond's listening to Bob Dylan now. You know, Desmond, my son, he's nine years old. I'll come downstairs and he'll have Alexa playing Bob Dylan or Yellow. You know, he's he's really well schooled with music. My daughter is, too. You know, she's um, well, she listens to a lot of jazz because of her German dad. But um, yeah, I raised my kid on a strict diet of good music like I don't want them like he's not allowed to listen to um what's that one he he, he had there's he, a Cardi B song he likes something about I don't know I'm like that's not allowed in this house oh no Ariana Grande he's like she's hot I would smash her I'm like okay first of all she's too old for you to smash and her music is shit but she looks hot see that's the, the kids are like they look hot so I'm like, yeah, but music is for the ears. What if you were blind? If we were all blind, we would not be listening to that trash. Yeah, music's become very sexualized. Yeah, I think it's it's really. Uh, oh, I mean, um, wet ass pussy. W A P. Right. right? Yeah. Nicki Minaj. Is it? Uh, it's Cardi B. Cardi B. Okay. They banned "Baby It's Cold Outside" because it's it's suggesting rape or something. But wet ass pussy. I yeah. mean. Gilbert Godfrey read the lyrics to that and I posted on Facebook. It's hysterical. I mean, he just passed recently, but there's a video of him reading the lyrics of Wet Ass Pussy. And it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. The lyrics are fucking retarded. It's too sexual. And they're sexualizing our little kids. And they're, they're doing that with TikTok and Disney. And yeah, don't get me started on Disney. Yeah, it, it's, you know, all these corporations now are into corporate activism. I mean, they, they forgot about like, we're going to sell entertainment or we're going to make product. It's about corporate activism. Yeah. Yeah. They take little kids like Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. Um, I can't think of it. Oh, um, oh God. Bella, Bella Thorne. Mm -hmm. They take them when they're little. They put them in movies. Thank God Drew Barrymore got out of their clasp. And, and then they become raging drunken whores later. It's like, there has to be a connection. You know, I, I think Hollywood's full of kid fuckers, to be honest. No doubt. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I mean, listen, Dr. Dot, it was, you know, I think you're a fascinating right. person. And um, we'll I, both I, be canceled now after this chat. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Speaking about shadow ban, when I post this stuff, it won't get more than one view because it's going to pick. And that's what they do. Like these big tech companies, it will pick up trigger words. Yeah. It will pick up, you know, it will pick up stuff like vaccine and stuff. And it will literally yeah. just, oh, you, you know. You mean you're going you're gonna to try to put it on YouTube? Oh, I'm going to put it on YouTube and Spotify. You, sure, need, you need to order, uh, you need to make yourself a free Rumble account. Yes. Rumble is the alternative to YouTube. They, there's zero censorship on there. I mean, obviously there's no porn, but like they don't, they don't have algorithm bots that um, hear the word vaccine or mask mandate or anything like that. At Rumble, you need your own um, Dean Kramer Rumble channel on there and start putting your videos on there because if you depend on YouTube or Spotify. Um, no, absolutely. It, it, it shadow bans. They'll start like affecting the stream count, the views. As you said, it, it just hears those words and it just. Absolutely. Yeah. But so just be careful what you put in the tags, you know, don't say, <laughs> Dr. Dot's talking about no, 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 of, of course, of course. 
But yeah, um, I had a good time, and I'm sorry for keeping you up so late. But I keep no, no, no. Listen, I, listen. Like I said, I think you're a fascinating person, and um, I, you know, listen. You, 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 you know, you're living a life, and um, you're you're brave. You're you're courageous. You don't care what critics think of you, and um, you know, you've shown yourself to get into a community, a highly coveted community. Um, but you know, I, I don't look at you as someone, you're not intimidated by anybody. You know, those, those people who you work on and yeah. you worked on anybody from Kanye West, Katy Perry, yeah. you know, I, I think Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga, like you're not coming in as a fan. You're, yeah. you're coming in as like an equal and, you know, although they're contributing, you know, listen, these and are, I, yeah, but, but they know that I'll take care of them when they're in the middle of Belgium, you know, so reliability, right. And, and plus the rock and roll world, you know, they're very, you know, like Bob Seger says, rock and roll never forgets. They're very forgiving. And, um, they know, they know that I love them and, um, we should be allowed to disagree on things, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, the, the rock and roll world, unlike today's music artist it's it's a strong community it's not owned it's not owned by the corporations yeah i mean live nation is a corporation and stuff but like they know i got their back honestly and and that some tour managers i've known literally since like 93 i mean the script is on tour right now and they're using my company and the wombats and these are people i've known for decades so you know we don't we don't have to um agree on everything do we like they can do them and i can do and that's the beauty of freedom of choice if some people want to wear a mask in their car and get five vaccines let them but i don't want to (laughs) either (laughs) i don't want to i'm I'm fine i have immune system i eat salad every day and i get fresh air and stuff and um i'm healthy and i preach health i look healthy especially for my age so i, I know what i'm doing with my body and i'm not going to put poison in I, i've never had a flu shot yeah I, you know so did, 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 did you actually catch covid did you did you catch um, it? i think i did i've never had a covid test yeah yeah I, I think like um when it started that november around you know it started in february i think in november i got sick um but I was just tired and I had a runny nose for a while. And um, my friend, um, he got tested and he had it. So I was hanging around with him, my karaoke buddies, you know, everybody had it. So I assumed I had it, but like, it's just a fucking cold. It doesn't justify locking your kids down for two years. No way. It's not the plague. Yeah. Did it honestly, honestly, they did it for, the New World Order, the Great Reset, Klaus Schwab, they all got together in Davos and they planned this shit out, okay? It's the quickest way to, to do a power grab, honestly. Yes, they got to buy, it's, it's actually chemical warfare. It is, yeah, bi- yeah. It really it is. is. Biological it really warfare. Is. It really is, and, and it, it put the people against each other. It worked perfectly for them. When it, it played it out to a T. And they want to do it again and again and again. They want to get rid of cash. They want everything to be like some places are saying we don't accept cash. Fuck, I, I don't, I'm not going to get an electric car. I mean, 
that also puts a hurt on the environment as well. And like people flying around in jets telling me, you know, to to save the environment, I, I can't, the hypocrisy is has got to be stopped. People got to start mouthing off like me. They got to come out and swing in and say enough is enough. And yes, you were, I think you were trying to hint around to who do I follow? Who do I listen to? I like Paul Joseph Watson. I like um, Spiked Online, Spike like a spike, Spiked Online. I like um, Russell Brandt. I think he's amazing. Um, I, I like Salty Cracker. I like, um, I like Candace Owens. I like, uh, I like the New York Post. I mean, I get lots of different sources. But sure. Russell Brandt is like fucking spot on. I can't believe he hasn't been banned yet. I don't know. But I just, I love him. I, I'm like, I'm liking what he's saying. I like truth talkers. I like Elon, Elon Musk now. He's got a big set of balls. Like <laughs> He does. He does. <laughs> you know, um, I, I just like it. that, And I like Eric Clapton now. I mean, I kind of was, for a while, I didn't fancy him that much because he, was, he seemed like grumpy and stuff. But now he's, he's taking a stand for the little people. I'm like, and I think Roger Waters is going to come around. He must be um, pretty pissed at the, the power grab, at the censorship. I'm, I'm curious to see what Roger's gonna come out with next. So is your day done? And, and by the way, it's, it's so people understand it's like 3 a.m. right now. I think this is the latest podcast. I, I listen, I'm on Night Owl, but I think there's probably the latest maybe podcast I've done. Oh no, I have loads of stuff to do. I gotta, I'm gonna eat a salad, I'm gonna so clean. How many, how many hours do you, so how many, how many like hours do you I get? I sleep like four hours, five hours. If I'm lucky, I get five hours. And what is it like from like six to 11? Six uh, or, or seven to, to one, or I, mean, I don't know. It's like, I don't sleep. I don't sleep much. I really don't sleep much. I, Cause I, my kid is awake, you know, and it's just like, so I have to do stuff when he's sleeping. And so I sneak into bed and I sleep for a couple hours and then he wakes up and then it all starts over again. I, I really am sleep deprived, but that's what happens when, I mean, I'm busier than a one-legged woman at an ass kicking contest. Like I'm so busy. <laughs> But I get everything done, you know. I mean, I told you I was going to do it. I just, I'm so sorry that, it, like, you know, no, I no, it in after karaoke. <laughs> but I still have fun. I don't want anyone feeling sorry for me. Oh, poor doctor, doctor. No, I fucking love life so much that I, I don't want to sleep because I'm afraid I'm going to miss something. I'm so happy. I'm never bored. I'm never lonely. I'm never bored. I'm never lonely. I love life so much, and I want everybody to stay free. Well, thanks, Dr. Dot. Again, like I said, you're a fascinating individual. Um, keep up the great work, and um, we'll um, we will uh, we'll we'll be in touch. Absolutely. And, and also, too, you have a site. Like, how do people get a hold of you? By the way, like if they want to book. Well, oh, you can just Google Dr. Dot, and my website pops up. It's drdot.com. D-R-D-O-T. Plus, I'm on Instagram, Dr. Dots with an S. Um, if you can't find me, you're not looking. You just Google Dr. Dot and I'm, okay. I'm everywhere. Okay. YouTube, right. Facebook. Not on Twitter, though. I have a secret Twitter account. Well, 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 you could go back on Twitter now. It's safe. Yeah. Actually, they should reinstate my account. Hmm. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Elon. Yeah. We'll see. All right, hon. All right, Thanks Dr. Dot. We'll, we'll be in touch. <laughs>